You are listening to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I am your host, Kathy Whaley, MD, physician and life coach. Do you want to live the life you choose? A life that is by design rather than by default? Well, that path to the life you choose is uniquely yours, and it's filled with limitless potential. So join me and burn your manual. This book that defines our expectations of self, but also holds us back. Together, we will forge, innovate, and refine as we go along. Welcome back to the Permission to Burn Your Manual podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Whaley, MD. Today, we're going to talk about what happens when you're faced with a choice that violates your vision. So if you recall, in a previous podcast episode, I talked about burning your 10-year plan and instead creating a life vision that is modifiable. So it is inevitable that there is going to be a moment or a time when something happens that forces the choice of whether we take actions that are serving or unserving to our life vision. In some ways, it's like a boundary violation in the sense that we create boundaries to protect our life vision. So boundaries as they are taught should be universally enforceable. At least that's the way it's taught. And when we enforce them, we demonstrate self-responsibility and we empower ourselves. But if it's not universally enforced, the message that we give ourselves is the boundary doesn't really exist or that it's optional. So as a reminder, my life vision was to create a life that promotes my wellness and preserves it even during times of stress. And that wasn't my only life vision, but that was a really prevalent one because I have been unwell for a very long time. So whenever I am faced with evaluating a decision, I always ask myself, does this match my life vision? And sometimes the answer is no. So why do I do it anyways? And how do I do this without beating myself up, right? If I am choosing to violate a boundary and do so on purpose, how do I manage that without feeling like shit? That's what I'm going to teach you in this episode, because there's more to life than a vision. There's a lot of small bits in between. So I'm going to give you an example The month of August has not been a representation of my life vision. It has been extremely misaligned with my life vision. I have not been promoting my own wellness this entire month. So I'm going to tell you, this is how it started. It all started with my hubs, who is a classical musician doing a music camp. When he's not working, he's a stay-at-home dad, and this man keeps my world moving, okay? He keeps me in clean clothes, he cooks amazing food, he helps take care of our kids, and again, I work a lot, and he keeps the home front working. So all of a sudden, for basically a week and a half, He's gone 12 hours a day. So a lot of those functions 
don't really have a place to live. School hadn't started yet, so the kids needed childcare figured out. And one of my kids just absolutely refused to wipe his own ass, so you try sending that to a camp. (laughs) We've sorted that out, side note. But so the one kid went to camp, and the other one lacked childcare. And fortunately, the grandma stepped in. So, okay, not so fast, because if it seemed like this all got figured out and I would still be able to sort of remotely take care of myself, that didn't happen. Because in the midst of Ryan doing this music camp, my admin time abruptly turned to clinical time when there needed to be an attending on service to teach the fellows. Okay, so we figure that out check. That's going to be more strenuous on my body. I'm post back surgery, still struggling to round like several days in a row. That has been hard, but I'm, I'm in it to win it. Right. I made the choice. And then, Oh wait, one more thing. My boss had a family emergency and ended up being out at the same time. And then I got sick but still worked. Okay, so I mean, that just sounds like a constellation of events that couldn't have been predicted, and I sort of dealt with it the best way that I knew how. But then I want you to fast forward to later in the month. My husband leaves town for a week because he's got gigs in Michigan. My boss has not yet been able to return. I haven't taken my regular scheduled day off on Mondays all month. And the week that my husband was out of town, I was supposed to take some days off because my kids don't have school five days a week. They only have school three days a week. So I was going to take some days off, spend it with them, rest on their school days, and just sort of recuperate. But I canceled my leave, and I didn't take my Monday off because my boss was not back yet. And so I missed out on a lot, right? So here's the boundary that I, in theory, violated. I had a very clear boundary in my mind, and still do, that I will not skip my days off or cancel my leave unless it's to preserve the quality and safety of patient care. So if there is a patient that's going to be adversely affected, I will step in until I figure out another plan for a long-term solution. But the point is, I will not let a patient suffer. But see, I didn't skip every Monday day off or cancel my leave for patient care. I did so for admin responsibilities related to my service. I was covering my boss. And the consequence of that has been, I have gotten very little sleep not recovery, less family time with my kids because again, they're not they're not usually at school when I have my scheduled Monday day off. So in my pre-coaching brain, I would have historically told myself that when these things happened, I had no choice and I had to do these things. Right? We fall back into that life is happening to me. 
I'm a passenger in the car, but I'm not the driver. I have no control. Nothing could be farther from the truth. There were choices. I could have just said, F this. I'm taking my days off. I'm not canceling my leave and the service can just drown. That is not who I am. But at the same time, there has to be some mindset work done when we're going to violate a boundary. Because I'm a person that once I learn a skill, I want to practice it all the time. And likewise, when I'm trying to enforce a boundary, if at any point I make a choice to offer an exception, my default is to beat myself up about it, to see it as some sort of backslide where, oh, look, you can't even enforce it consistently. Oh, look, you've given up already on your boundary. And when it comes to my work, I'm it particularly likely to beat myself up because that is the place where I have been a doormat the longest. And I'm done with that. Here is where we use our power to choose wisely. And we think again and consider what else is true. Because I'm not going to deny I'm tired as fuck right now. But I also recognize I made choices. I chose to have a month like this. There were other options. I didn't like my choices, right? In a perfect world, this wouldn't be happening. But I made my choices. And now I needed to process it so as not to beat myself up. And so we are going to rely on Stephen Covey to help us process this. So if you've never read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I strongly recommend this book. I have been rereading it mainly because I have started to realize that my coaching brain reads books very differently or sees different connections than I saw in the pre-coaching world. And so I'm really enjoying diving in again and seeing what I find out. So in his book, the second habit is begin with the end in mind. And he puts forth an exercise where he says, pretend it's three years from now and you're walking into a funeral and you walk down to the front and you discover it's your funeral. And the speakers have been assigned and there's a speaker from different areas of your life. So there's family, friends, there's work or career, there's community, and I forget what the other one is. But the point of all of this is he asks you to pause and get in a quiet place and imagine what you want them to say about you. So in my decision here, if I am violating my life vision temporarily, I really have to begin with the end in mind. I have to decide what it is that is giving me this compulsion to violate it, okay? So this isn't about people pleasing or trying to get someone to say specific things about you on your deathbed or when you're dead. This is about deciding how you want to show up. So when I think about the work situation, my service is in shambles. 
We're very understaffed. We've had lots of leadership changes and it's so complicated. There really aren't a lot of people that have the institutional knowledge to just fill in for a day. And there are some very acute and emergent things happening from an administrative standpoint. So, you know, if I were to pretend that I've died, what do I want my coworkers to say about me? I want them to say that I showed up for them. I want them to say that they felt important and that I cared. And that I cared about them not only inside of healthcare, but outside of healthcare. And so my decision to cancel my days off, skip my Monday days off, have less family time for this month is about putting out into my work world, showing up and taking actions that reflect those facts that I do care about them inside and outside of healthcare that I don't want to leave them hanging, that they matter to me. And so if on my deathbed, those are not the things they say about me, that's moot. That is not the point of this exercise. The point of this exercise is to decide what sort of energy I want to bring to the situation and how I want to show up. Have I subjugated my wellness this month for another purpose? 100%, yes, I did. But I also brought energy to my workplace of love, commitment, support, and I hope that I have shown them that I care and that they matter to me. I can choose where I focus here. And this is how our power to choose matters. So at the beginning of this whole process, I'm not going to lie. I was dumpster fire tired and I just kept wallowing in how shitty I felt. Right. So I was focusing on the whole I'm subjugating my wellness. I violated my boundary, yada, yada. And as you can imagine, it just made me feel worse. I mean, this did not help me one bit. Every day was that much more torturous. And through coaching myself, I got to the place where I really was able To recognize that what was also true is that my choice was helping me show up in a different area of my life exactly like I want to. And when I looked at it from that perspective of, I love these people, I want to serve them, they matter to me. I did not feel nearly as shitty every day because the shitty I was feeling was an emotional shitty, that much more than being physically exhausted. It was 
being in that victim disempowered mentality when I focused on I have violated my boundary. Because remember, boundaries in theory, we're showing ourselves self-kindness, we're responsible to ourselves, and therefore we become empowered. So when all I was seeing was I have violated my boundary, I felt very victimized. I felt very disempowered. And as I processed my thoughts and feelings, I realized, hell no, I made a choice. I actively made a choice. And that's empowering to realize. I actively chose to violate my boundary. And I actively chose to support these people, even when I'm a little too tired right now. That doesn't hurt my heart one bit. And I don't regret for one second supporting the staff. And so I'm not beating myself up for violating a boundary. I chose to let it go on purpose. Was I originally beating myself up? I was, right? I've told you where I started and where I am now. So don't think just because I went through this coach training that I don't have a human brain and that I don't have to practice what I preach, okay? So how did I get from there to here? I'm going to offer you a framework for this. The first step is that you have to deal with the expectations reality mismatch. You got to grieve the loss of how you thought it was going to be. So for example, I had been sitting there fantasizing about taking naps and going to the zoo with my kids going to the pool before it closes for the season. So listen, the longer you've been living in fantasy land about how you think something is going to be, the harder it is to deal with the mismatch, right? So if you've been anticipating some sort of family vacation and then you all get COVID right before and it gets canceled, if you've been anticipating that vacation for six months, trust me, reality is going to hit hard compared to if I've been dreaming about it for a week. So the point here is this. This whole reality mismatch with your brain, it's all about brain mapping, right? You have been thinking about the experience or the week or whatever it is that's compromised, and you've created mapping that is virtual, how this is supposed to go. And then reality comes and it doesn't match the map you've created in your brain. So your brain gets all kinds of confused and it gets you upset. And so part of that is just coming to terms. My map and my reality do not match. It takes your brain time to update its map. And again, sometimes it's not going to update quickly. Sometimes it's going to take a lot of time. But when it has... You just got to grieve what you've lost. You've got to lean into it. Don't fight it. Don't try to make it go away. There was something you were looking forward to and it didn't happen. But arguing with reality is not going to help. It's just going to keep you stuck and from moving forward. Step two is becoming very aware of how the current choices are not aligning with your vision. 
Because if you don't really consciously recognize it, it again becomes part of that whole victimization. Life is happening to me, etc. Don't be a bystander. Be consciously aware that the choice that is being made or that the situation does not align with your life vision. And then the third step is begin with the end in mind. Figure out and evaluate why you're choosing something different. Why you're making a choice that doesn't align. And the whole reason to do this third step is to help you not beat yourself up for choosing it. Because we're going to tell ourselves that I should prioritize myself all the time, right? It's like part of that whole, I'm going to quit being a doormat, therefore there's no flexibility and I should always choose me. But that's just not me. I'm a healer. I like to serve people. There are going to be times that I choose someone else or something else over myself. But I want to make sure I'm not just doing that out of habit. I want to make sure I'm doing it on purpose, that I know why I'm doing it. And it boils down to this. If you're beginning with the end in mind, you have to decide what energy do you want to bring to this situation? How do you want to show up? You decide it not based on how the world or the person receives it. It's about how you perceive giving it. And with all of this information, you choose where to put your focus. Because again, I'm not sitting here pretending I'm not tired. But focusing on the tired heightens my distress. It's like when you get anxious and you don't want to be anxious. So then you get anxious because you're anxious and the anxiety just magnifies with every moment. For me, it's the same thing with exhaustion. If I'm exhausted and I'm constantly noticing that I'm exhausted, I just get more exhausted. It's like I'm spending my mental energy noticing my own exhaustion. So that's not where I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus on how I showed up for my workplace. I'm going to focus on how I showed up for my boss. I feel pretty damn good about that. I'm not beating myself up one bit. And I have plans to take care of myself. I have plans to figure out how to take my Monday off and to take a day or two of vacation leave so that I can recuperate and to plan a special activity with my family. Those things are all going to happen. They just didn't happen the week I thought they would. So take home points. There's more to life than the life vision. The vision is a wonderful tool to help you know what direction you're going at any given point in time. But recognize there are going to be zigzags on the path. I had a zigzag this month. I wouldn't call it backwards. Again, I would just say zigzag, right? Paths are not straight. They are winding unless you're on a racetrack. <laughs> And I hope within this episode and sharing my experience that you've learned some tools to zigzag like a champ without kicking your own ass. That is all I have for you today, my friends. I hope that you have a wonderful Monday 
And as always, if this episode resonated with you and you haven't left a review or a rating or subscribe, please do so. It really, really helps me get the message out and I would love to help as many people as possible. So much love to you. Are you ready to start making progress, forging the path to the life you choose? Well, visit me at freedomforphysicians.com. Here you will find free resources and guides for any healthcare professional ready to get started. As always, I'd love to hear from you, so don't hesitate to reach out.